There's yeah. always room for growth. There is always room for growth. Yeah, we we both gotta work on it. To be honest. Yeah, I gotta work on yeah. it. Yeah, and I think part of the reason I see it in you is because like, like I was telling you, I see it in myself, bro. So it's like the same way, like a guy, if a guy is afraid that his girl is gonna cheat when she goes out, is because he knows that he's cheating when he's going out. You saying something? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? What just happened? What just happened? Never mind. All right, right. he's projecting. Okay. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome back to S and D podcast. This is Sovi, Malik, and it's Dan again. This is our fourth episode, and we're very excited about um, what we've done so far and the feedback we've gotten from you guys. We're very sorry about being late this month. A lot has happened. We promise to get back on track. Um, we're recording this the night before we fly out to Puerto Rico together, You're... so this is about to be fun. Let's go. Yeah, so update. We're going to Puerto Rico for three days. Four. And the first thing we're going to do once we get there is... Skydiving! <laughs> it's about to be stupid late, y'all. I'm so excited. Guess guess whose idea it was to skydive? Me. Mm. I could pull up the text, bro. What are you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> whose idea was it, Malik? I thought it was Daniel's. Dan, whose idea was it? I have no idea. Honestly, don't need to take ownership. I just want to have a good time with the homies. Yes, I agree. No, I do need to take ownership. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's like when you put someone on a song. I put you guys on. <laughs> so before before we start, uh, I just want to say thank you guys again for for tuning in. And if there's one thing that we could we could ask for you guys, if you enjoy the the show, if you enjoy the episode, share it with one of your friends and ask uh, ask what they think. Thank you so much. Okay, so today's episode is going to be on calling out your friends. And in this episode, we're going to be calling out each other. Uh, we sat here for a little trying to brainstorm, like, at least one thing we could improve on. Because I, I honestly don't think we have, like, crazy toxic traits. But I don't know. We'll see what we think about each other. Um, we all wrote this down in our notes separately. So we're going to hear it soon. <laughs> Yeah, some of uh, us I'm a little be, nervous. Yeah, some of us <laughs> we might be blindsided. Yeah, <laughs> right. We're gonna ruin each other's friendships. <laughs> oh no! I'm never gonna speak to any of you again. All right. All right, guys. Who wants to be the first one on the hot seat? Oh, no one says anything. Malik. Let's go. I volunteer, agree. Malik. The fuck? Malik volunteers his tribute. So let's let's hear let's so we'll we'll do the toxic traits of each person that we point out. So we'll do Malik's toxic traits first. Is that okay, Malik? Are you good with that? Yeah, yeah. Let's go. You about to be butthurt, bro? You about to start crying? No, no, no. You want to cry? Be, you cry no, no, no. So, I mean, like, so the purpose behind calling each other out is so that we get better, right? And so I would rather you be truthful and hurt me, so that I can fix that like quicker. Than <laughs> Be it's sweet. so oh funny God. when Dan tries to like irritate you and you just shut him down with like your serious talk. <laughs> <laughs> Malik is like in his deep voice. He's like, nah, bro. Like, I'm trying to be a better person. That's crazy. I didn't even pee you were trying to irritate uh, you. I was just totally. Dan, just be trying to get under your skin. So before before I start roasting you guys, honestly, it's not a real roast. I just want to say that I love you guys and I think very highly of each and, and what every one of you. What the fuck is this man about to say? It took a long time to think of That's these how to win toxic traits. You have to say positive things before you say <laughs> negative things. So. And then you criticize and then you go back to the positivity. Uh -huh. I, I really do think highly of you guys. It took me a long time to think of these traits and they're not even that, that toxic. So 
Um, I'm gonna go first. Malik, I love you, bro. So you remember that one time when your one of you, one of our friends asked you to go to her her birthday party? You had said yes, and then at the last second you flaked on her because you had another uh, event to go to. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't know what you're talking about. Duh, duh, duh. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's how bad it is. You <laughs> don't even remember. You <laughs> don't even recall. I feel like sometimes, I feel like sometimes, uh, because you have so much going on in your life, and I feel like you. Oh God. <laughs> no, no, no. Say, 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 say. Yeah, I, I feel like there's a lot going on in your life, and so you have you have a lot to to prioritize. You're a very popular, very social person. You're very outgoing. A lot of people would love to have you in their company, and it's it's tough sometimes having so many priorities. And I feel like because you you spread yourself so thin, I feel like a lot of times you can make your friends feel not as important as they are to you. And that was that was shown in that last example where where someone had 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 asked you to go to their to their birthday party, which happens once a year. You said yes. And then you flaked for a different event. Would I would I have done the same thing? Honestly, I probably would have done the same thing. I just I just want to say that sometimes it 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 hurts when uh, you want to feel important, and then uh, someone that you you deeply care about it does something like that to you. So let me yeah. let me let me all right. So yeah, let me catch ahead. on that. I definitely agree with the point of like spreading myself too thin. In fact, I was in a meeting today. And I noticed that my input on the meeting wasn't valuable. Or it was, but it wasn't as valuable as it could have been. Right. And I noticed that part of the reason that was was because I was doing so many other things instead of focusing all my effort in this meeting and whatever this meeting is about. Right. Right. So the point is I noticed that and I've I've known this like about myself. Like I know that I put my attention in so many things and that by default I lose that like focus or that like value that I could bring to that one thing if I just paid attention to that. And when it hurts me, when when it bothers me is when it, that like spreads into people, right? Like when I, like in this situation, like I was conflicted with this situation. Like it was a situation where it was like, yes, like I chose to go to an alternate event for reasons, whatever, like whatever reason. You right? want to have fun, bro. But, um, I was also conflicted because there was a moment where I noticed that, damn, like I had committed to something and I care about both things, right? Like I, right. I care about both friends, but because I, you know, like I, I spread myself too thin, I wasn't able to do it. So I think to combat that, to combat that flaw that I have, I have to prioritize. Actually, first I have to acknowledge that that's a problem. Um, so thank you for bringing it to my attention. Mm-hmm. Um, and second, I have to prioritize like what's more important to me what do I want to focus my energy on? And I, and I, I, that's like, that's something that's like clear to me, like my career, like the things that I do, like I'm like the president of an organization. I'm running a national conference. I'm a volunteer coordinator for a clinic. I'm like studying for the MCAT. I'm like being like an amazing supportive friend to like a different people. Like I'm like my family. I'm like caring for my family. So like, there's a lot of things that I'm like, yo, how am I doing? Like right. even just now, like I'm, I'm supposed to go on a flight, but I have to do a proposal and I would still want to go out. So it's just like, I, I noticed this, but yeah, long story short, bro, I think you're right. Um, I spread myself too thin. And uh, sometimes that can hurt other people um, because I'm not giving them the attention they deserve. And so I think uh, that's definitely something I'm going to be working on. 
I think I think once as as we're talking about these toxic traits too, we should also add some suggestions on on how to on what we think would would make things better. I would say Mal, one one of the things that hurts about about our friendship, not not just between me and you, but our our friendship between the three of us as a whole, I feel like sometimes whenever we talk about uh, things that are important to us, I feel like we're we're best friends when it comes down to being best friends if that makes sense some people i i call and i talk to every day about about just what's what's going on in in my life and sometimes i feel like when i talk to you guys in particular i feel like if if i talk about something that's not important and doesn't have as much value i feel like i'm burning you guys because you guys you guys have so much going on in your lives i would love to get uh rid of that of that of that feeling I would love something that that Jared has been doing. One of, one of um, our best friends, Jared. Something that he's been doing is, is J Red. Something that he's been Damn, doing. You don't even know how to say his name. That's his best friend. <laughs> you said that's, that's your best great. friend. That's wild, bro. Something that he's been doing recently is just reaching out and just asking uh, how how I am, how your life is, or how my life is, and asking about just things that are going on in my life. And I, I really value that. Just checking in once every every week or so um it makes me feel like i'm i'm important to him something and that's something that i i really love that's something that i appreciate yeah that's uh, i'll definitely do that was that was gonna be my question as you were saying do you ever feel like because i'm spreading myself too thin i don't like give you guys the attention that i, uh, I not like i, I don't want to make it seem like you guys are asking for the attention because you're not right like we're all like you know like self-sufficient people who, who have our own lives right. Um, but I feel like it would hit home more for me if I understood that me spreading myself too thin is not, is resulting on me not like caring or tending to my, my most important friendships as I should. You know what I mean? I'm going to jump in real quick. I just want to say like for you, I know you spread yourself too thin and like, I know it affects you when, um, it affects other people. Right. But like, you got to take care of yourself too. You should be part of that equation. Don't spread yourself too thin. You need to take care of yourself too. You know, and I think that's um, the first step in taking care of others. Like once you take care of yourself and give yourself that um, same love and um, effort that you would give your friends, you're able to do that more easily with like your family and your friends as well. And I think I feel what Daniel's saying to like a very, very tiny degree because I have a boyfriend and like I talk to him. No, I'm serious. Like I talk to him every day. Like he hears about like the tiniest like little details about my day. And you know, gotta get a girl, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, no, I'm serious though. Like you know, like when you have that significant other, you guys call each other and you talk about your day like that. I recognize that in friendship, like sometimes that can you feel like you don't need to do that because you guys are friends, right? So mm-hmm. like, uh, your day to day activities don't seem like that important, but you know, like, uh, when I talk to my boyfriend at night, it feels like kind of really nice to just even talk about like that boring shit. You know, it's like oh, like I have somebody to talk about this with. And since Dan doesn't have a girlfriend, <laughs> he's right. Yo, like, you guys make me feel mad lonely. What the fuck? Dan's probably like, damn, why doesn't Valley ask me all the time? Yo, take me out. Nah, I'm, nah, just nah, nah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's not like, I think it's the fault like lies more like on that. me, though. But, I, but I'm saying, like, for me, um, I don't feel that as much, and I don't expect that from you guys, because I have, like, someone I can do that with. So... But now I'm hearing this and like I'm realizing that hey I should hit my friends and be like how was your day like what happened at work today you know like even stuff like that it, when J Red texted me he was like are you okay I was like yeah and he, he texted like, me you, too are you sure and I was like 
maybe I'm not okay. <laughs> like, why is Jared <laughs> asking me this twice? <laughs> but it felt really nice, you know? Um, I'm glad that... It made you feel important. Yeah. It made me feel nice. He was, like, very... It Just getting a text message from, like, a friend that, like, you know is, like, a really good friend, but, like, you don't really mm-hmm. talk to every day. It, like, makes you feel good. Yeah. Imagine how how you would make your friends feel, how important you would make them feel if someone who's stretched as thin as you are just reached out to them and be like, hey, bro, like you want to talk for a little? Like, can we can we talk to a little bit? I just want to get something off my chest, blah, blah, blah. Or just like, it's like, oh, how was your day, blah, blah, blah. Just like five, ten minutes of your time. And just yeah, so that's something I'm going to do this summer. Like, I'm going to like recalibrate and like prioritize in my life. Like generally like dig deep and like my values and the things that are important to me because I feel like I've lost myself in this like medical school ride and there's so many things that I need to do and shit like that. But yeah, it's definitely something. Thank you for calling me out on that, bro. That's definitely something that I... Of course, be brother. On. I love you. So do you have a flaw for Malik? Something you want to call him out on? His big forehead perhaps? Now you should call Dale out on his little... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Malik, I feel like me and you, we talk about, like, our boy problems and girl problems a lot. So what I'm going to call you out on is that I feel like you're very scared to love. And I'm not saying this is a toxic trait, but I'm saying that it may have caused you to miss out on, like, some good relationships. Damn. A lot of lessons. Damn. Yeah, lessons, blessings. Pussy. Can we respect woman, bro? Can we respect woman, bro? Chill out. Chill out. You know, I noticed like you love your friends and your family so deeply. So I know that you could love like a significant other that deeply. And I'm not saying you need a girlfriend. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying that I think you're um inability to be vulnerable with like a romantic partner might be like hindering you um in like a different type of growth so that's something that i see um yeah bro i second that damn why are you not exposing yourself i might be cuffed like next week bro (laughs) 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 no you're texting be like never mind (laughs) yeah yo so i actually um the person I haven't told you guys this, but the person I'm like kinda chatting with, I told them that I would decide for sure if I wanted like, something serious to pursue something serious <gasps> by the end of summer. Wow. Three more months? <laughs> Bro, I would just get a new man. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kinda like that's kinda like how, how a shorty would say, Oh, you know, I don't think I'm ready for a relationship right now. But and it reality, pops out with like another boyfriend. Yeah, next in reality, week. It's well, just, I mean, that's not. Just, I'm not ready for you. I feel like it's the same play. I feel like I feel like you're saying, "Let me give me give me a few months, bro." Yeah, I hope but, she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're listening, Shorty, I like you. Oh, <laughs> you oh my God. Don't listen to these people. <laughs> just give me to the end of the summer, all right? <laughs> I I feel like I feel like once you meet that person, you see them, and you talk to them. Bro, you live in an ideal smart. world, bro. What? Like for you is like oh, once you meet, like there's no time oh, that you have this man. Like wait. it's just love and wait, just. Wait, Molly, that's crazy because that was gonna be my toxic trait for him. <gasps> oh. <laughs> oh. All right, shift gears, shift gears. Perfect transition. Oh no. Yo, Dan, you love love. I love love too. But you would fall in love with everybody. <laughs> 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 uh, 
That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, so my toxic trait for you guys are the opposite of each other. Damn. That's so funny. No but but how so? Can you expand on Daniel's toxic trait? Um. Okay, so it's literally what Dan was just saying, right? Like, you know, you meet this person, you talk to it, whatever, right? I think he just, like, falls in love with the idea of people rather than who they actually are. Mm. <laughs> so I think, that's, I think that's your toxic trait, bro. I think that, like, you fall for potential. Um, you fall for this ideal version of this person that you want to be with. And uh, you, you give them, I guess, like, higher expectations sometimes than, like, what they're capable of. Um, and I think that stems from a good place because you yes. see the good in people. Yes, you see right? the like world very, in like a very positive light. Yeah, you see the good in people. You see that this is like a lesson. Like there's always something to learn from someone. But that that's not everyone, you know. All right, like I don't want to say that's not everyone. Like you can make that everyone, right? But I I, th- I think just like on the and that wasn't gonna be my toxic trait, but I def- I share Sylvie's <laughs> perspective. <laughs> Yo, uh, <laughs> come on. Yeah, let me just stop. Let me just stick to my toxic no, trait. No, no, no. Damn, you're you, the you same. You're the same person who's you like, it's expand. my fault that I got cheated on. Okay, that's also like a little bit toxic of you for your towards yourself to say that. You don't have to take accountability for people's shitty actions. Okay, you're allowed to be hurt. You're allowed to be upset. The world is not like fucking sunflowers and sunshine all the time. Yeah, and look, and the reason you feel and people aren't either. The reason you take accountability yourself is because you can grow one right like you can grow a lot from it and i admire you for that right and then two i think stems from like a place of love for the other person right like you love them so much that you want to like reason like you want to put yourself in their shoes and you want to reason for them i don't want to say that person doesn't deserve that love but like you know what i'm trying to say i I know what you're trying to say like maybe they should come to that conclusion on their own without you like spoon feeding them i don't know okay so so if if Malik trusts too much and, and doesn't let his guard down at all, and I believe in people, I feel like we're both extremes. We're both extremes. We're both extremes. What's the perfect balance here? I don't know. We're gonna have to figure that out. Yeah, but that's like noticing that we're both extremes mm-hmm. is like because any any extreme is not good, right? Like we but we fair. all agree on that. That's you know. Fair. Okay. Then, then what I'll do is I, I will stop seeing the light in people. <laughs> okay, look at you. <laughs> like, that's the problem. That's, that's a problem, said. bro. That's a problem. Okay, that's, that's I just, was, I just oh, love, sorry. I just love people, a lot. I, I really do, and I, I really want to spread love, and I really do believe, believe that people are, are good, and they, they are capable of good. Yeah, but not at your expense. Oh, you that is I mean? so true, bro. Like you have to love yourself more. Because you, you're the only person you got in this life. It's you. Like, you go to sleep by yourself. Like, it's just you. You know what I mean? So you got to love... You can't love other people at the expense of you. And that's what we're saying. Like, loving to that extent. Like, oh... I mean, like, maybe when it's kids. Like, when you got kids, like, that's how much you got to love them. Like, that's a different mindset that I can't wrap my head around. And, like, I don't know. Maybe you, you should be that way with your wife. But, like, for me, I can't wrap my head around, like, loving someone more than me when I'm being negatively affected by it. Fair enough. Do you agree? We're projecting. Maybe maybe I am expensing myself, but I feel like what I'm expending isn't much. I give a little bit of me to see the person grow a lot of it. So. So, um, a flaw that I see in you, Daniel, is... Um, <laughs> you guys- <laughs> Yo, come on, you want me to cry, bro? No, is that 
is that you try to fit in social settings or social situations when that's not really you. <gasps> um, you calling me a faker? I'm sure. I'm sure you know this too. Like you, you feel it like inside. Really? Can um, you can you elaborate? Can you tell me more? And I think that like stems from, I don't know, like maybe like having to like growing up, you know, like to to be like accepted or to feel like you like belong or are cool i guess but i'm not cool <laughs> that's what he's saying bro no, i'm not saying that you're not cool bro, i'm not saying that you're not cool go i'm just saying that like <laughs> you try to fit in social situations and you like lose sight of yourself sometimes just because you're trying to like you're, you're not yourself and like i can tell you know what i mean like Interesting. I, because i've known you for so long like i can tell when you're being like the true you versus when you're being you in a social setting like versus when you're just mirroring that social setting. Has this happened recently for you to say that? Yeah, can you name a situation? Um, I have to think. I have to think about a situation. Um, I feel like it doesn't happen as much with us because like, right, right, we're right. like we're you know like completely comfortable with each okay. other. So which situation? I would I would actually would love to know because I'm not sure if I completely a hundred percent agree. I do get where you're coming from. But I'm not sure if I if I completely understand. So I need a situation. So I remember one time you told me about um, how you read uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Right. And you went to this party. Right. And you were sort of like talking to people. Uh-huh. And you felt like you could vibe with like everyone. Yeah. Right. But like typically, like you are also more of a person who's like not as extroverted, who's like more to himself and like that kind of situation. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. And in the party, like you, you, you were saying, like, yo, like I was vibing with everyone, like I was using like this book, and like it was like it was working, like it felt good to be extroverted, like it felt good to be like talk to people this way, but like deep down, like yes, although like you, you know that you're now capable of doing that, like deep down, that's not like you, that wasn't you in that social setting, you know what I mean? Right. Like you, more you is just like more. Uh, would more you be like less talkative and less like. You know what I mean? Yeah. So in the situation that Malik is referring to is a situation where I was at a party with it was recently, maybe like a month or two ago. It was one of my it was my one of my friend's parties. It was his birthday party. And it was a ton of people that I kind of knew there, kinda of didn't know. It was like acquaintances. So I went up to all those acquaintances and normally I'm a very introverted guy. I'm a like a I'm an extroverted introvert. But most times my, my social battery is super fucking low. But at this party, I got to meet everybody, literally everybody. I went up to everybody, asked them. Uh, I asked them what their name was. I asked them how they were doing, how their life was going, like how uh, how their jobs were going. And I got a, a ton of different advice from people, a ton of different stories. I was learning a lot about people. It was the first time I've ever done anything like that. And so that's what Malik is referring to. So go ahead. Ma- so maybe... Um you are trying to be that way, but you you weren't typically that way, but you are trying to be this way. So maybe acting according to like that social situation or acting differently in that social situation is actually something that you desire to do. So maybe it's not bad. Maybe it's not a flaw. You know what I mean? Are you saying Dan doesn't know how to read the room? No, that's not what I'm saying. No, no, no. I think what he's trying to say is he's trying, I'm trying to do something that I'm not. Mm-hmm. Like I prefer one-on-one situations where i really get to know the person and i don't talk surface level 
And by having surface-level conversations with everybody, I am betraying the values of who I am. Bro, you can't sense, have Mom? a we're not really strangers conversation every time. But so you don't you you disagree with the with the flaw? Like, do you, you don't feel like you try to fit in, in certain social situations to be perceived in a certain way? I feel like me and Dan have hung out more recently where I could have an opinion on this. Of I haven't seen it, so I can't really like wrap my head around the example that you're giving but i'm sure that you've seen it more than me or you've been with situations more where you've seen that um and it's something that like you're like oh like that's not dan you know what i mean yeah like maybe or maybe it's just like maybe i've seen it more like as we were growing up and now like it's just like not as there anymore because you're like more comfortable in your skin and like you just you just be you like oh yeah i could see that in high school yeah but um also like you I mean, violated you my past high school self, Brody. <laughs> also, like, like if you disagree, ago. that's for me to, that's like for me to think about, right? Because, um, maybe that means that my perspective of you is like different than your perspective of you. Mm. You know? Yeah. I so feel that's like a, for me to evaluate. I feel like a lot of us. This is this is for every, like even even the people listening. Like, are you holding on to past versions of your friends? Do you need to let that go? Are you holding on to something, a a vision of what once was, and you're not able to adapt to what is actually happening now? You know, my um, one of my friends, Sophia, she had said recently, like at one point, like especially when you've been friends with someone for so long, you have to let go of the um high school version of them. And I feel like for us, especially since we've been friends for so long, we knew each other like at like our our worst, like at our lowest points when we were all ugly as hell, like didn't have really developed like personality yet. And that's fine, you know, like we were young, we were still learning, we're still growing. We still are to this day. At some point, you got to get to know the new version of each other now. Like this kind of and ties, embrace it. Yeah, this kind of ties back to like um our conversation like a little bit before. Like we don't know like each other's like day to day activities, right? Um, but every day we're changing by like a little bit every day like we're cultivating new versions of ourselves um so if you're still thinking of an old version then you're like kind of missing the newer version of your friend that's like right in front of you yeah what do you we even we weren't even friends in college bro that's true that's a big part that's missing that's a big part (laughs) that is and there's there's a big part of you that i don't know there's a big part of soul that i don't know yeah, yeah, and and that's that's why I love I love this because we get, we get to to see more of each other. I'm excited and learn for a trip. Other. Yeah, so I can see Af- after knowing each other. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, right? that's crazy. <laughs> it is. It is. I mean, like friendships the same way. Like we just gotta keep being friends with the newer versions of each other too. Yeah, word. I can't relate though because me and Malik stayed friends. So. Yo, you know, I thought about copping Crocs again, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I was going to throw it back to those times. TB, left some of us to go hang on to our high school selves. What can you say? All right, Soves, toxic traits. Malik, what do you got for her? Let her loose. Yeah. Um, Sovi, I think that, and this is how I notice it, the way that you treat your friends is different than the way you treat your sisters. Oh, that was mine. That was mine. For There's real? No yeah. way. Yeah, yeah that's that the same one. Yeah. That's oh, crazy. Is your only flaw, I'm sorry. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Right, both of you literally thought of the same thing. Like I I okay, I want to hear it. Like what can I do to be a 
a better sister. All right, go ahead. So we, we'll bounce off each other because this is the same. Right, oh my so god, I can't first? believe you guys thought of the same thing. We 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 talked about it once before in the car. You know what's crazy? Um, I've actually had a lot of like comments from like acquaintances, like, "Oh my gosh, like you and sisters are so cute." Like, mm-hmm. and it's because social media. Um, but you guys like actually know. Yeah. So. For people who like don't really know me, I guess they're about to <laughs> know me. No, uh, like but, but keep but keep private matters at a minimum. You're a great sister. All right, so, uh, Sovi, I think you have a flaw, um, and I think it's a flaw you should fix, um, because it's it's so close to you, you know. And so I guess let me tell you how I know you have this flaw. So. The way the way I know that, that I noticed that you have this flaw is because the way you treat us, your friends, um, close friends and friends in general is way different than the way you treat your sisters. And so I think that speaks to how much better you can be treating your sisters. You know, we can think about ways that that can happen. But I think a flaw of yours is that um, and I don't, you know, I, I don't blame you completely. Right. Because I, I am this way. Like the way I notice it is because I am this way with my sister, too because um, you've been around them forever so you're, it's like quicker like you just tell them things but i feel like yeah that's a flaw that you have you could treat them better for sure i'll expand on that so the way we all treat each other is is like oh like how are you doing oh my god i love you so much like you're, you're you can you can always lose your friends right if you treat your friends wrong you can you can always lose your friends but family family sticks with you forever so the way you treat your family, um, even like you're you're so close to your sisters. Don't get me wrong; like you are a phenomenal example of a great sister. Um, but sometimes when you, when you get angry uh, with your with your sisters or you disagree with them, it um, it comes it comes out. So, for example, if one of your sisters is is having a problem with with uh, financials, right? She's not handling herself handling herself properly. Um, we'll hear you say things like, yo, Jess, like, oh, my God, you have to do this right. You have to do like X, Y and Z, blah, 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 blah. And it comes off like criticism. Right. Would you would you talk to any of us in in a way similar to how you treat your your siblings? No. Um, and That's a good I, question. I, I think I think that that goes to show like um, how you, you obviously you want the best for your sisters. Right, you are a phenomenal sister for wanting the best for them all the time, and I feel like because you're the older sister, I'm I'm the older. We're all older siblings here, the oldest, so we know what it's like to want the best for them, and we get so angry because we see so much of ourselves in them, and we want them to do better than us, and like the potential that they have. Exactly, and you get so angry, like yo, you you can do so much better, like, and and it comes off that way, right? But a lot of times, I feel like because of the way that we have our tone with them. Um, when we're angry with them, when, when we criticize as older siblings, I feel like that's when they don't listen. That's why you call uh, me. That's why you call Malik. When it's, when it's a tough conversation you have to have, it's not an easy conversation. So you have to have a stranger come in to, to talk with them, right? Because you feel like a second opinion is, is better because they're not as, as biased. Because yeah, and there's like no with. emotion involved. Exactly. Like for me, like that emotion is like frustration and exactly. like... Like, what are you doing? Like, you could do this better. And it's because, like, I live with it, you know? Like, I see it every day, and I see it in other um, patterns of their lives. And I'm glad that I have friends like you guys where you could step in and be, like, that role model for my younger siblings as well and mm-hmm. be able to talk to them, like, as a trusted source. Yeah, no, I totally recognize that. Like, I feel like the person that I need to really f- 
work on being a better person too is definitely Jess. Mm-hmm. Jess is like my best friend. Like I literally would die for her, right? Absolutely. But I'm the first person to be like, Jess, you're fucking up. Like, what are you doing? But I say it so harshly. I don't have to say it like that. Mm-hmm. But it's something that like I have to learn. How, how do you do. think? How do you think you could do that? How do you think you I could be a better no person idea, towards bro. Jess? Like I switch. Um, I switch between like spoon feeding her a lot and like holding her hand through life into like being like, yo, Jess, like come on, like do this. I, I don't want to blow her shit or anything. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm. I want to keep that to a minimum, but. So I find that, like, I try different methods of, like, encouragement. And then when they don't work, that's when I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, you what, get frustrated. What do, what do I do next? Like, you know, like, yeah. I don't have um, as much patience, like, as a parent would towards their child because it's, like, my sister. So I, that's something that I'm definitely struggling with. And, like, if you guys have any tips, like, let me know because... You are a phenomenal sister. I, I wish I was I was as close to my siblings as as you are to, to yours. Um, don't don't get us wrong. Like it, it's it's a phenomenal yeah. thing for you to be as, as sure. close as you are. You're definitely more involved with a sister than yeah, than By sibling far. than I am. But literally, the one thing that that we see is is that you could be, like, you can take the same approach that you take with your friends to to your family. So like, this is my thought on on how you could. When whenever you like you when you were young and your mom told you to do something and your mom told you you couldn't go to prom, you were like, "Fuck this shit, I'm going to prom," right? So the point, the point I'm trying to make, or when your mom told you something else, is you didn't want to listen to them because you were being told those things. Right. Right. Um, and so remembering that, one, is like remembering that you're essentially doing the same thing with your sister if you tell her to do something. Right. So then the question becomes, okay, I can't tell her to do things. How am I going to get her to do things? Right. I think just suggesting, like literally just suggesting like, hey, what do you think about this? Or, or asking is like a better way. Obviously, it's not as quicker. And obviously, you're going to have to have so much more patience. But just remembering, I think that like the key, the key, like a key component of like fixing it would be like just remembering that you hate it being told what to do and mm-hmm. that you shouldn't do the same. Yeah. How would you listen to people? Like, yeah. In examples where you've listened to other people in the past, how did they do it? But you by far are probably one of the the best siblings I've I've ever seen. There's yeah. always room for growth. There is always room for growth. Yeah, we we both gotta work on it. To be honest. Yeah, I gotta work on yeah. it. Yeah, and I think part of the reason I see it in you is because like, like I was telling you, I see it in myself, bro. So it's like the same way, like a guy, if a guy is afraid that his girl is gonna cheat when she goes out, is because he knows that he's cheating when he's going out. You saying something? Wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what, what, what just happened? What just happened? Never mind. All right, he's projecting again. <laughs> gang, gang, gang. <laughs> Where did the conversation just go just now, Broski? Oh, All right, about, like, family bonds. Let's like, change the focus. Let me just say, I'm, I'm, I'm very envious of of you and your relationship with your siblings. I wish I could have that. I work on that all the time with with my little brother. I think I've sent him like four or five texts in a row now. He has not responded to me. Have you tried learning your brother's love language? <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> I didn't even know he had one. Or <laughs> this man's in a, like a long distance relationship. Like you know, like he's putting that work in with his girlfriend. He's talking to her. Like she's talking to him. Like there must be some way that he uh, receives love that mm-hmm. you could probably learn from his girlfriend actually mm. Mm. that's woke i actually talk to her sometimes and she she gives me some some we have some really great conversations me and me and her girlfriend his girlfriend and i learned a lot about him i, I wish i i spoke more to my brother in fashion but yeah again 
I think so highly of you guys. It was so hard. Think of these Damn. toxic traits. Yes. No cap. But yeah, another episode of exposing ourselves for entertainment value. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoy. Oh, for growth. Gosh. For growth. For growth. No, 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 no. Name of growth. I think I think we we I think we learn a lot from from this episode. I've learned a lot about myself in this episode all right guys thank you so much for tuning in yeah thank you for tuning in we hope you enjoyed this if you have any ideas of any topics we should do next feel free to hit us up on our instagram at smd.podcast we love you guys and we love each other so Aww, <laughs> yeah that's cute. if you guys think we have flaws let us know <laughs> DM us. if you guys want to roast us call us toxic let us know and if you if you enjoy the podcast again share with a friend and yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in. So toss it to you for the outro. You the outro? Damn. <laughs> Peace. Bye. No outro. <laughs> no outro needed. Bye, guys. Take it easy. Thank you.